0: everybody, welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast and we are putting on our Christmas caps again. It's only been a couple of weeks, but we need to talk Christmas. (laughs) We need to get back. Uh, And we're talking classic Christmas movies Mm -hmm. from Hallmark. Gonna be really fun. We've done, this is our fourth? I think so. I think so. Yeah, fourth one. Uh, I'm from Critic Rachel Wagner and Thaddeus is here.
1: All right. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: (laughs) Same to you. (laughs) Did you have a good holiday season?
1: Yes, I did. I I really enjoyed it. Got to see my family. The actually all. So I have three siblings. All three of all four of us were home, (laughs) like staying at the house. So it was a full house with them plus my nephews and all that. It was it was a lot, but it was fun. Um, Good. Oh yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah, I uh, I had a nice Christmas. Uh I kind of recovering from covering all the movies. Oh my goodness. So it was goodness. just relaxing and having fun. Uh my uh my family, we kind of did our Christmas celebration on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: because it's kind of a crazy story. My my parents' friend uh what is a semi truck driver and, mm-hmm. it, and that was like bitter cold that happened in like Colorado. Mm-hmm uh he was out chained putting on this on the chains and he got frostbite and he had to be in the hospital so my parents had to go up yeah my parents had to go up on christmas day and help Mm -hmm. their friend.
1: (laughs) oh wow yeah
0: that's quite the story luckily i think he's doing much better so that's Mm -hmm. good and um and luckily we had done pretty much our all of our celebrating on christmas eve so it worked out uh fine um but uh but yeah it was it was uh I never heard of anybody having that kind of at, you know, thing in just a couple of, I guess it takes a long time to get those chains on sometimes.
1: Okay. But you it, know. I remember there was like this period where it was just really cold. Like even, you know, here in the East coast in Maryland, it was yeah. like single digits with sub-zero wind chills. I was like, yeah, Ooh. so cold. It was really cold for a yeah.
0: while. So yeah, it's been fun and uh and uh just relaxing and taking things mm-hmm. it's kind of nice doing our end of the year uh episodes. those are mm-hmm. a lot of fun because you don't have to yeah. watch anything new yeah. so <laughs> just so those are nice but uh but this was fun also to look back on mm-hmm. some classic films and uh, some ones that I haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we kind of, I think we said that 2012 was our cutoff. Yeah, right? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and so we are talking today or maybe 2013, we changed it so we could do. Yeah. It was
1: one of, one of those two, as long as yeah. we go before officials countdown to Christmas, I think we can consider it a classic. I yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: yeah. And so, but today we're going, all of these are pretty far back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Season for Miracles, Mm -hmm. which was one of the biggest like, Hall of Fame Christmas movies that they ever did. Uh, And then we're talking Silver Bells, Mm -hmm. which was also Hall of Fame, I believe. Right, right, yes. Yes, and then we have uh, Farewell Mr. Kringle, and that was 2010. Right. So that's when, let's see, in 2010, they did how many um yeah uh, um let's say let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen. 13 christmas movies 2010 oh, wow. Still in the yeah <laughs> so, so that's when they really uh started because mm-hmm. 2009 you only had four.
1: Oh! oh yeah 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 so
0: things really started to so pick up
1: once they got out of the arts, they started to um, pick it up.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should say since you're here, what did you think overall of the this this last season? Did you think it was a? Oh,
1: so overall, yeah, I, I enjoyed them but for for the most part. I mean, there were a couple that I you know didn't that didn't that I didn't really care for. There were a couple that were kind of like stand out, like you know all time. Mm -hmm. kind of level
0: yeah
1: um what is like um you know three wise men and a christmas baby and the um why is is the name not coming the um the scrooge one the uh, you know oh
0: it goes to christmas always yeah yeah that was really good
1: two favorites of of the year yeah i love them um and you know I, i know the other ones you know were you know all right and then there were a couple that you know, I didn't particularly care for, so
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be a mixed bag from any studio. I do think mm-hmm. all of the networks all started off strong and then kind mm-hmm. of petered out yeah. for the most part. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was actually Lifetime. Well, Lifetime started off so strong. You,
1: how many total movies did you, new I, new Christmas movies did you see? 130. 130. 130?
0: Yeah, 130. Okay. So I did break my record, was a, mm-hmm. which was 125.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, every year is going to be more because more and more and places are going to be coming out with these movies.
0: I and I think there were over 200, so I didn't yeah. even uh, come close to re, to watching all of them. So it's it's you wild. Still
1: have but got to catch up. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> ho, ho ho! We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon.
2: Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas?
0: Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes?
2: If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not
0: only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family.
2: Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year.
0: We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films.
2: As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers.
0: So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it.
2: Go to Patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more.
0: That's Patreon.com slash Hallmarkies.
2: All right, well, let's dive in. So this first
0: movie we're talking about is called A Season for Miracles. And this... uh, and, And so this movie... Uh, It stars Carla Gugino, Kathy Baker, David Conrad, Laura Dern, Patty Duke, Lynn Redgrave, Mae Whitman. It's got an amazing cast, director Michael (laughs) Pressman, and uh, it's based on a novel called Season for Miracles by Marilyn Papano, and the screenplay was written by Maria Nation. And uh, the summary is when a young woman's niece and nephew are threatened with foster care after her sister is hospitalized following yet another overdose. She flees with them until they land in the sleepy town of Bethlehem just before Christmas. And a series of kindness and coincidences gives the trio a chance at happiness. Mm -hmm. So overall, what did you think of this one? How'd it hold up for you?
1: I love this movie. (laughs) Um, it's it's probably
0: one of my all-time favorites it was Mm -hmm. it
1: was a movie that you know I pretty much watch every year um since it came out um I think that it just you know the overall feel of the movie I think you know like it is a little cheesy but you know I just think that it's so heartfelt and um you and I and I actually like some of the realism particularly at the beginning of the movie i mean it is a little silly how she's able to kind of you know do you know get away with this whole you know thing that she ends up doing but i really enjoy it yeah
0: so. but the thing is is that you're you're able to forgive kind of this the leaps in logic a little Mm -hmm. bit because there's magic because there's an angel involved
1: exactly, and
0: and it's particularly the angel tells her to go to the house and all of that so it it kind of helps you sort of fudge over any anything that might not be the most realistic but it's i mean compared to what they make now it's pretty pretty uh intense
1: yes pretty realistic yes. yes um You know, like, you know, we start off with um, Carla Gugino's character, Um, her sister, who apparently has, you know, been, um, you know, has, you know, pretty significant substance use disorder, has kind of been in and out of either prison or rehab. And she and they, I guess they're both from Rhode Island, but she had moved to Atlanta and basically uh, frequently has to like just leave her life in Atlanta and go back to Rhode Island to like pick up the pieces. She's sending her sister money. Her sister's not using it for bill. She's using it for to support her drug habit.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, it's, you know, really sad. And then the interesting thing is, and and I and I that I actually, you know, found like, particularly realistic was in one breath, the sister's saying, like, I'm gonna get myself together this time. But then she asks her daughter, Alana, let let to to let her drug dealer know where she is which, you know, it's just so, you know, how, you know, how that, how that goes, in you know, yeah. in real life, unfortunately, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. I've lost two of my cousins to drugs. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. I mean, I yeah. wasn't super close to either of them, but, mm-hmm. but it's still really, really sad. And um, my one cousin, uh, she had two little, two little boys and mm. uh, um, to leave them without a mother is just devastating and uh it's it's so hard to Mm -hmm. break those those addictions it's really hard i I mean like i said both people my family that we we lost them Mm -hmm. so i it's it it's so hard yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty shocking at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie, not only just large whole performance, but the mm-hmm. fact that her daughter brings her steals cigarettes for her, brings them mm-hmm. up like that. Mm-hmm. You would I mean, you would never see that now mm-hmm. ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, just in the scene, like how kind of jaded and mean she mm-hmm. was. I mean, so very realistic, like she very selfish. Like, Mm -hmm. all she's really focused on is, like, you know, getting what she needs to and doing whatever she needs to do to, like, continue her habit. And, you know, you can tell, I mean, that she does love her kids, but that, unfortunately, you know, that's taken over her life and that's what she's put Mm -hmm. first. And, you know, you can understand where um, Carla Gugino's character is coming from with, um, you know, kind of you know they grew up together in foster care probably separated at times and so she doesn't want the kids to go through that yeah so she's coming back and forth I mean I think she's she was probably I think she was probably enabling a little bit like she probably should have um you know not just sent money like I want to I want to see what this money where this money is going let me send this check personally to where to where aware yeah
0: but like those
1: it makes sense that she yeah
0: and someone like her sister is pretty manipulative too i think Mm -hmm. yeah you know you plays with her emotions and Mm -hmm. yeah they definitely don't soften that the mom Mm -hmm. at all like she is um and so kathy baker wants to take the kids to foster care Mm -hmm. uh and so then carla gino's character i forget her name but she um uh she uh she goes on the run. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean she basically she tells them to lie. She tells mm-hmm. them to like there's a lot, but a lot going mm-hmm. on here, but you yes. understand yes. she's in these desperate situations. And Mae mm-hmm. Whitman is so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh when she has the when she testifies at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. That got me. That yes. was a great performance. Yeah really good. Uh and um I don't know what she's doing now. It seemed like she was stuck playing teenagers for so long. I mean, I know she was great in mm-hmm. parented, but I just felt like she I mean like I was like you're almost 30. Why are you still playing teenager? Mm. Give her adult roles, please. Yeah. She's so good. She's such a good actress, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, she she had carried a lot of weight in this movie. Uh Yeah. You know, really had to grow a lot, um, mm-hmm. you know, particularly like, you know, JT, little kid JT is, is, is so small. So she's speaking for both of them, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. She has to give a lot of the backstory for like what was going on in their mother's house because the aunt was like not living there. And so she, so it's just it was it's a pretty heavy role. Mm-hmm. And she did a, a really great job um, of you, i I'm giving like a actually pretty nuanced performance. Like and the interesting thing is what I what I really enjoyed was, you know, you can clearly see that she loves her mother very much. But she like admitted like my mother needs to be in jail. Um my mother can't really take care of us. I think that it's best if I stay with my aunt. And you know, I feel like a lot of, you know, movies or, you know, would usually have, you know, her being, like, you know, I need to be with my mom, it doesn't matter, but but the, but to have that that kind of nuance of like clearly loving the mother and caring about her, mm-hmm. but also being being able to recognize that her mother just was not in that position that she could actually be a good mother. And, and you know, naming that was really interesting yeah. to me.
0: And she like tries to not get attached to the mm-hmm. town to Bethlehem. Right. She yes. really tries, but she almost can't help it. Yeah, and she doesn't you want know, to leave, and you're just like your heart's breaking for her. Bethlehem is just
1: it's just magical. <laughs> I mean, you got the, the angel, you know, who, you know, so I so of course, you know, we love we love that, um, you know, some angels the one suggest that suggests um, that that they go and stay an at that house. abandoned house um, of you know the lady who had passed away, left it to her niece who had never come for years to, to claim the house. And then when the police officer comes to, like you know, check on the seed and you know, he's a little suspicious. He needs to make sure. Magically produces the document naming Carla Gugino's character as the niece <laughs> that's gonna um, inherit. The house. So he's like, okay, now I can just go. He's like, now I can just go all in with this whole thing. But yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I, so I really enjoyed her. How so she would just kind of. I think they did a good job of just having her, like, suddenly appear, but not be, like, too over the top with the magic mm-hmm. until, like, the very end. I mean, of course, you knew yeah. that she was an angel, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you wonder who uh, who did uh, everybody else in the diner think that was getting these people their food and everything.
1: I guess, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, But apparently, it was only a couple of people here and there. And, you and know. when she
0: leaves, she says, keep the change to the... I to was the... <laughs> like, the angel shouldn't have taken the money yeah (laughs) but but patty duke is a lot of fun in this role as angel she Mm -hmm. is really good and they yeah they go to this empty house and and uh the uh the neighbors bring over cinnamon rolls the cop Mm -hmm. comes he wants to Mm -hmm. help he asks her a (laughs) lot of questions yes but he's like he's he falls very quickly yes for carla's character
1: Yes. And name. I think, I think that was kind of why he was asking Emily. some questions. Yes. Emily, he, that's why he was follow, asking so many questions. Cause he's like, you know, his heart went pitter patter right away. It was like, he left <laughs> sight. He was like, okay, I need to make sure that she's on the up and up before I, before I really let myself go all yeah. the way. And then as soon as he saw that document, he was just like, okay, I'm all in, you know, this is it.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, Mae Whitman, she says, Uh, you can't believe anything a policeman says anyway Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was pretty like for a child to say that in 1999 Mm -hmm. i feel like Mm -hmm. maybe it wouldn't be surprising now because it's a little more controversy with policemen Mm -hmm. but uh but uh that was a pretty shocking thing Mm -hmm. for her to say yes showed how she had just been warped by her mother
1: yeah, so just really yeah. jaded, unfortunately. Yeah, jaded,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when the, the cop wants to buy her the cake, and she's mm-hmm. just like, no, like nothing good can happen. And she's like, I wish mm-hmm. there was a park for sad people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, you know, you could just tell that, you know, they, they had really been, been through it. Like, you know, they, was, they would stay in the car. They were going in and out yeah. of shelters, Um. you know, money like we said money that her their aunt was sending to pay bills and things like that the mother was absconding with and using to you know support her habit and you know seems mm-hmm. like she was having different you know different men coming in and out of the house mm-hmm. they the movie actually went there and said that the kids had different fathers I, I mean it was yeah. a lot
0: yeah and, <laughs> and then Laura Dern, she says to kathy Baker, she says that uh, that the kids are already with the best person for them But she doesn't know where they are, and so yeah, it's pretty intense. And then we we also have Faith Prince at the diner, she's playing Sadie, and I always Mm -hmm. love her; she's so good. Yeah. And uh, and then, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, so then the yeah the cop he wants them to go to school, and she's (laughs) kind of nervous about it. She's why. He says, well, it wouldn't hurt you just to have a couple of days of education, Mm -hmm. basically is what
1: what she says. And the two neighbors, both, I think one of them, at least, I think they're both retired teachers. And so, um, you know, and they used to, they went to that school, they worked at that school. And so they're like, yes, we can, you know, help out and get you, get you enrolled in the school. Of course, she doesn't want to do that because then she has to turn in, you know, their papers and and most likely that would alert the authorities to like where she was if she were to do that like mm-hmm. actually produce like their real identification and things like
0: that. Yeah, I mean of course now you'd have amber alerts and so the mm-hmm. school just them even just going to school would would notify yeah. that the amber alert so it would be different yeah, now. Right. And uh-huh. I love
1: the, the the whole the running gag of this fax machine that wasn't yeah. working and so like right. they were getting the, you know they were you know the facts that you knew it was coming but it took so long yeah
0: because- <laughs> it gets placed underneath the like the cuz it gets coffee on it and
1: yes, all it of was- that
0: yeah yeah uh and so then Patty do gives them this angel ornament and they end mm-hmm. up they deck out the the house mm-hmm. uh they put in the christmas tree and uh then May that's when May, that's when May- says it's not real anyway we don't belong mm-hmm. here Ugh. right Oh. Yeah, and the cop, his name is Nathan.
1: Right. right. Yes.
0: They have a pretty big kiss.
1: Yes, in the mid, in the um, way.
0: Don't say it's um, nothing. Say it's none of my business because I know better.
1: <laughs> yes, and and of course this is after he's he's got he's been reassured by that doc, <laughs> the angel produced document. Yes. Um, I really liked them together. Um, I did I thought too. They had um great chemistry. I thought that um, the actor, you know, did a really good job of like communicating this warmth and yeah. he does, does a good job of like like I believe him that he's just falling madly in love with this woman so quickly it's just, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah and he knows that she only has two weeks mm-hmm. but he's like if that's all it's at least we at least we had that
1: yeah and he says maybe I can convince you to change your mind mm-hmm. By the time, I mean, when they go to court, he's like, oh, you know, she has, she'll have a place. They can stay with me. I'm marrying her. Else.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. This is after, you know, two weeks, maybe less. And I mean, <laughs> they're just ready. But, you know, I bought it. I was, I was. Yeah. I mean, that's a,
0: two of these movies end in a pretty fast wedding. And mm-hmm. uh, that's something you would n- never see now. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
1: Every once in a while, every once in a while they'll they'll throw one in, but you know, well usually they ha- they'll advance it a year or six yeah, months. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's and say, they...
1: Show them getting married, but not like right then and there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there there is a few times like in Christmas on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. You know that ends with a proposal, and it's only been mm-hmm. you know a few weeks, but uh, but uh, I don't mind it. Like when no. it, you know, sometimes I think when you know, you know, like I I think that if I were to meet somebody and have that spark, I don't think it would necessarily take me a long time to mm-hmm. know. I, I mean, who knows what would happen, but just my personality. I, I, I'm once I kind of make a decision, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I, I'm not the kind of person who likes to sort of like sit in limbo for a long time. So, I think yeah, once I'm- I knew I would know, but who knows? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm- I'll say for me personally, I'm not going to be someone that's going to be in like a several years long relationship. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you know, a year or so is gone by and, and things are going really well. You see that you're in this, and you're kind of had, yeah. you kind of want similar things out of life Then I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> I definitely don't think I would be engaged long. I think once there's anything wrong with being engaged long, but just for my personality, I think I would just want to Let's do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, I mean, it depends on. I guess for me, it would depend on what the, my fiance wanted as far as a wedding. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not someone that's going to want a big, extravagant wedding. But Same. if they want a more elaborate type of thing, then I'll do a longer engagement. But if not, it, they, you know, we,
0: I'm yeah, good. I just feel like let's get married. But in this particular,
1: you know, movie, like. I bought into it. I yeah, was, I did know, too. The town was magical. You know, it was meant to be. The angel had sent them there. It was Bethlehem. It was Christmas. <sighs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to believe that they're in Bethlehem, Connecticut, because that's a much sm- much smaller town than Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and I think that's closer to Rhode Island, which was where they were. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna choose to believe that's where they were. So
0: yeah, well, they introduce Al- Alana is May Whitman's character's name. She in- they introduced her to the Secret Garden, which I feel like now you would this would be a Christmas book. Mm. like that was a little bit different i i think to now it would probably be like her christmas carol or something like that mm-hmm. but um but uh she says anything is possible in the secret garden and she says mm-hmm. this is the best book ever
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then she runs away it is just so she's so good i have said yeah. it a million times but she's so good and she says don't make us go i want to stay here where it's nice and people like me yes you know Nathan's and, nice. You could marry him and we could be a family.
1: Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. That, it, that was heartbreaking to, yeah. because, you know, she really brought like the weight of, you know, what this little girl had been through all of her life um, yeah. in the life that she had to live. And so, you know, because of that, you know, you, it, you just, you just feel it. And yeah, she just, she does such a good job.
0: Yeah. And then uh, the little boy is it BJ or AJ. G- jt jt okay yeah. jt um tells sadie that santa i mean tells santa that she's not her, their mom right and uh uh and so everything kind of blows up and yeah. uh and because this guy is coming that's yeah. like the um
2: uh the what attorney. do you call it the, the executor attorney. of the will the ex-
1: Yeah, the executor of the will and the attorney, and he's the only person that has met the 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 real niece as an adult. And Foster. His name is Foster. Another Foster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. um, So, but he was like on vacation. He was coming from Boston. I think that they've been snowed in, so she got to spend a little extra time. Seemed like every, you know, she was gonna she was trying to make sure that she left before. mr foster esquire came back um she met and she and of course they had like a little fake up because the young foster came it was his nephew um who was also an attorney and probably you know working you know an associate at yeah the, and at he the, comes the, to
0: help, the, help her yeah like right you needed you needed some help
1: yeah
0: it was cute and uh um yeah and so she ends up in jail and nathan's mm-hmm. like upset feels yeah, betrayed and Emily yes, says, "I never yes. lied about my feelings for
1: you." Yeah, yep. And you know, I got this, and I don't think that they overdid this lie reveal. Especially, yeah, I agree. You know, with though, I mean, the extent of the lies that she was telling, you know, it made sense that he would that he would be upset, and especially you know because he sold how invested he was in that relationship. That also um, makes it more believable that he would be that upset and that hurt because typically yeah. you know with these live reveals and a lot of these movies like they're barely together like they were acting like a real couple at that point point. Mo- and a lot of these movies like they they haven't even kissed yet yeah they, they they've been planning something haven't even been on an actual date so it's so the like the level of betrayal just doesn't make sense
0: but yeah yeah well and movie, also that they would, she, he doesn't think that everything was a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing that annoys me about some of these lie reveals. That was like, how can I believe anything that you told me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not, I mean, they weren't completely pretending because they lied about one small detail or changed mm-hmm. their name or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, this great scene between Patty Duke and Nathan at the bar. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she says, uh, all of us make mistakes, but the solution is, I is three little words, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. That was a good scene, I thought. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh Alana. This is the scene I was talking about earlier when Alana testifies and she talks mm-hmm. about the one time my brother was crying so much he couldn't breathe.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, she should have gotten an Emmy for that. That was a very good little bit of acting.
1: Yeah, I I think she was just she was great the whole the whole movie, like, yeah, she was amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But that really got me. And this is all we want is to stay together in one place with someone who loves us. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And then Nathan testifies. And he says in her position, I'd like to think I do the same.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So that's a big moment. And she's the best mother I've ever seen. Yes. All she needs is a support system. And now she's got one. She can live with me if she'll forgive me. Yes. Very sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yes, <laughs> and then he proposes, "I want to marry her." Yes. Yeah, and then the ending is so lovely. It's mm-hmm. like classic Hallmark with the little boy mm-hmm. running out into the snow mm-hmm. to the town, and like everybody's—it's like everybody surrounding him in love, and this and the is angel just
1: statue. Um, yes. It yes.
0: Like that. Mm-hmm. So. That was a very homework ending. And uh, I think especially if you think about these Hall of Fame movies, which try to uh, bring on the tears, I think this one does a really good job in the acting. It's probably, I I don't know if I can think of much better acted homework Mm -hmm. movies than this.
1: And one of the best, you know, child acting. Oh, yeah. I mean, ever seen. I mean, the weight that she had to bring with that particular character Um, And and like Atlanta was basically like this was her story. She was the narrator, and um, you know, so and she 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 carried it in a in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know. So
0: what would you give this one one to five?
1: Five. I would give this five crowns. I think you know it achieves what it was meant to meant to achieve. I mean, it um, you know, it was supposed to be like a kind of feel good, you know, movie um, where. I mean, obviously there were some difficulties and they actually acknowledged that when they brought the full weight so that when you come out on the other side and everything's great, like you are just like, you know, it gives you, you gave all those feels like you, I was genuinely like invested in these characters. I wanted to see them all be happy at the end. Um, I love the town and the way that they rallied around her and around their family. Yeah. Um, I love the romance between um, Nathan and Emily. Um, I was, I was all, you know, yeah. all, all the way around five crowns
0: for me. Yeah. If yeah. I agree five crowns, it's one of the best. Uh, it maybe it's not the most rewatchable just cause it is so sad, but yeah. for what it's trying to do, I think it does a, a, but, a really good job.
1: Like I could, this is one that, you know, I pretty much watch once a season, once, mm-hmm. like there are some movies that you can watch, you know, a couple of times in a season um this this and like two turtle doves are like you know the kind of once a season movies yeah (laughs)
0: yeah i'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the good folks over at baker publishing group looking for the perfect read for valentine's day these historical romance novels will woo their way into your hearts first up we have the maid of bali makul by jennifer dybell the only home Branna kelly has ever known is bali makul boarding school but when the son of local gentry arrives at the school to deal with his unruly niece an unexpected discovery uncovers the truth about her past and the key to her future the rose and the thistle by laura france Amid the Jacobite Uprising of 1715, an English heiress flees to the Scottish Lowlands to stay with allies of her powerful family, but while castle walls may protect her from the enemy outside, a whirlwind of intrigue, shifting allegiances, and temptations of the heart lie within. Hearts of Steel by Elizabeth Camden When successful businesswoman Maggie Molinaro offends a corrupt banker, she unwittingly sets off a series of calamities that threaten to destroy her life's work. She teams up with charismatic steel magnate Liam Blackstone, but what begins as a practical alliance soon evolves into a romance between two wounded people determined to beat the odds. Then last up is The Last Chance Cowboy by Jody Headland. When midwife Katherine Remington is accused of a murder she didn't commit, she flees to Colorado to honor a patient's dying wish to deliver a newborn to his father. But what she doesn't bargain for is how easily she'll fall for the charming sheriff or how quickly her past will catch up with her and put their love and and lives in danger. Listeners of Hallmarky's podcast can get these and many other great books by going to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies And from February 12th to 28th, save 40% using code Valentine's 40. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies promo code Valentine's 40. Let's talk about the next one. So we are mm-hmm. uh, moving up to 2005 and it's Silver mm-hmm. Bells. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is another Hall of Fame.
1: Yes, it was. It yes. was.
0: And uh, this one uh, stars Anne Heche, rest in peace, uh, yeah. Tate Donovan, uh, and uh, Margot Martindale is also in this. And I love her. She always elevates anything she's in, whether comedy or mm-hmm. drama.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so... Uh, the summary is Manhattanite Catherine O'Mara bonds with a young man who has run away from his father. When mm-hmm. the father returns to New York a year later to sell his Christmas trees, he and Catherine cross paths. So overall, what do you think of this one?
1: So that wasn't a great summary, um, <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I, I don't think that I saw it when it first came out. I think I saw it a few years later, like 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. and. Um, and, and I, and I think I've only seen it like once, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. I, first of all, I think if, if this wasn't New York, they did a really good job of making it look like New York. Um, yeah.
0: I think it was shot on a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if this was shot on the Warner brothers, New York lot mm-hmm. okay. yeah, it, to insane. me, it looked, but, um, uh, yeah. but yeah, they did a very good job
1: of, I, I of that i just watched a movie another movie um that was supposed to take place in new york and it was the most canadian looking new york i'd ever (laughs) seen like oh my goodness this looks (laughs) like new york um yeah i interesting like you know and i think part of the reason that i hadn't seen it or rewatched it really was because i was so used to like you know the love story being the main story and it was just like not really there and you know it was barely part of the story but um and i felt like you know it was kind of the father son relationship in this relationship with this with this with this young kid and um but yeah, I, it, I so I, this was
0: it, shot in LA so i wouldn't mm-hmm. bet money that this was at the um Warner Brothers lot
1: yeah okay New that York makes sense. lot yeah that makes sense so but i agree
0: yeah. i actually think that they didn't even need to have any romance because it felt yeah. very underdeveloped and there was really yeah. no chemistry between them i th- i mean
1: I, you know it I was fine but um i mean i think
0: like they're both good actors and i yeah. liked them in the movie but just as far as them as a couple i didn't really feel it
1: I, I, they just didn't they didn't really make sense as a couple to me yeah. but you know, um, since it was kind of a minor element, I'm not sure how they were going to work that whole thing out. But um, you know, overall, with the, the story that they were telling, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it actually, you know, did get like emotional reactions from me. I think they did a good job of kind of setting up um, the sons, um, you know, discontent with the life, yeah. how the fa- and the father kind of. You know, it's kind of old school. And he was like, this business is for you. You're going to run this business. You don't need to go to college. You don't need to do anything. Yeah. Me out. Let me pull you out of school. And Well, I and I had, had
0: to life. laugh because, of course, mm-hmm. he's a photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, maybe this started out the Hallmark yeah. run of photographers. Yes. I mean, <laughs> but,
1: you know, that's that's like their classic artistic, you know, <laughs> um, career is yeah. a photographer. Usually it's a female photographer, but, yeah. uh, you know, every every now <laughs> and again, you find a male photographer. Yeah, um,
0: there was just one that I was, I was talking about. Now I can't think of it. That yeah. was the male photographer. Oh, what was it? Oh, it'll come to me. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he, he wants to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. He meets Anne Heche and finds out about her gallery. He loves the mm-hmm. gallery. But the dad doesn't want to hear anything of it. Um, They're staying with Margaret Martindale at Mm -hmm. her place, why they Mm -hmm. sell the trees. And this was a pretty big Christmas tree lot for New York. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I mean, he had that whole farm farm that, uh, I guess, you know, it was their harvest time. He was pulling them out of school so they could get these trees ready and Mm -hmm. then leave for a month, leave for a month, like right, pretty much right after Thanksgiving, from Thanksgiving to Christmas they were going to New York to sell the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, you know, I, 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 like, I really felt for this kid. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so I understood. You did a good like,
0: job. Yeah. Uh, and, but I was shocked even for 2005, mm-hmm. they, that, so they get in this like fist fight with each other and yes. the, the dad ends up bloody nose. Yeah, I mean, again, you would never see that now. Never, never. <laughs> that would never happen. I mean, have a father literally just, like punch his son, like, yeah. and get in a fist fight. Like that was shocking to me.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: yeah, was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and. Uh, and the dad gets arrested. Uh, mm-hmm. The and the son runs, and then they have a whole year where they don't really tell you kind of what's been happening. All you know mm-hmm. is that he's been checking in with Anne Hays' character uh, mm-hmm. every now and then, and he asks her if he can use their library to help mm-hmm. to study. Mm-hmm. And I, well, the, the one it? character I thought was a real miss was the um, the rich guy's son. Mm-hmm i thought that character was kind of one note and like why on earth would he care if somebody's literally using a public library like it's part of this museum like i don't know to me that that's like some kind of scandal there's there's a child using your library.
1: yeah so i kind of got what they were trying to do with him he was trying to like you know he was all about the business because his father was always away doing business. And his and father's so he, like
0: a philanthropist.
1: Yeah. And so he, and so his, and he was trying to like get his father's attention by, you know, joining a business, or something or other. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, it didn't yeah. really do much. I mean, you knew that he was going to eventually be the one to find him and, you know, where, and where that whole thing was going, but he, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he was really needed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah so
0: he wasn't really needed and uh the when they have the chase because uh, mm-hmm. he chases him uh, yeah. throughout new york he ends yeah. up climbing on top of belvedere castle and falling yeah. into the the pond the frigid yeah. pond i mean that was all pretty intense it was i thought and very I thought,
1: well and done I, and, and, and i'm wondering like who would do that who would chase like someone that broke in and like he like he fo- he followed the bus that he got on in a taxi and called. I mean, it was just that was that was a that was a little much. Like, yeah. first of all, if someone breaks into anywhere, I'm I am I'm not chasing them. Like, I'm you know get them out, get them away. If they run away, I call the police, let them know, report it, whatever. I yeah. don't care. Just get out. Uh, because you never know like if they're armed or anything, so that made no sense,
0: yeah, but it looks like it really looked like Central Park and Belvedere mm-hmm. Castle. That part I think must have been shot mm-hmm. I don't know how you fake that, yeah, it was very well done yeah. and i I think that Danny was a pretty compelling character because yeah. he he could he could do it on his own. he was mm-hmm. self sufficient he's not one mm-hmm. of those um he's not, he was not one of those teenagers I hate that's just like sullen and miserable. And no, like he, he had like a valid point of view and perspective Mm -hmm. and, and like his dad was unreasonable, was not willing to listen to Mm -hmm. him. And I I mean, I don't know, like, I understand wanting to give your son a living, but Mm -hmm. not to the point of, like losing him like there's a point where I think any parent would be like okay
1: <laughs> you yeah. win <laughs> yeah I mean and it's not like he he didn't it, what he wanted wasn't unreasonable all first of yeah. all, all he wanted to do was take a day off from cutting down these trees and go not even a whole day he just wanted to go and help the yearbook um committee take the pictures because right. he made that commitment and his I was like, no, I need you here. We need to k- get these trees. We need to hit uh, and it was like, you know, you can delay one, you can delay it one day. You can, yeah. you know, you can miss a couple hours but for this kid to just do this one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I get that whole like, oh, this is a family business. This is, I'm leaving this to you. Um, you know, there's no other alternative. I mean, that's pretty old school, you know, but it's uh, I mean, a lot of people feel that way. So I, so I got that and that whole setup, that whole juxtaposition, um, you know, made sense. And so I, and so you could see where they were kind of building this too. it's very easy to kind of get lost in New York. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I can see why he would really want that, but like mm-hmm. at the point where your son is literally run away, I mean, I mm-hmm. think that uh, I don't, he just, you would. It's not like he's wanting to. he's not like into drugs like Largeurn and Season for Miracles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just wants to take pictures.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> at he, the end of the world, he wants to go to college. Uh-huh. Scandalous, yeah, I, scandalous.
0: How <laughs> dare he? <laughs> uh, uh, so he ends up talking to Bridget, the sister, uh, mm-hmm. at the ice skating. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought they had good chemistry, believable yeah. as brother sister.
1: And yeah, I liked her, Um, the the, the young actress that played the sister, um, you know, you can tell. And I think they did a good job of like, you know, she was kind of trying to play peacemaker between the father and the son and, you know, um, and also trying to like take on like almost like a maternal role (laughs) with with both of them in some ways, kind of like a in some ways. Which I don't think is
0: that uncommon for for fractured families like this yeah. for the oldest daughter to take mm-hmm. on that kind of yes maternal role yeah and, even though
1: the brother is older and the and with the yeah. father it was kind it was interesting and like i said in somewhat realistic like i could see that happening mm-hmm. so especially for like the way in which both of them you know you can tell like that the both of them really felt the absence of like the mother, um, you know, in the family, so, so, so it kind of yeah. makes sense. I and I liked that, you know, he was like, yeah. You know, um, I miss my sister, like, we need to do something, set up a way to, yeah, so I can see my sister. And it's like, and that's pretty risky because the sister could tell the father a lot of things could go wrong, which they did. In that, you know, the father, you know, obviously, with this time past, and he's missed his son. He is, um, you know, like he does not really want her out of his sight. Like, oh, you're going ice skating with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, let me join because I, you know, I just can't. <laughs> and so, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and she ends up stealing the cash box and mm-hmm. then finally confessing to it. Mm-hmm. And I like the way that older Hallmark movies mm-hmm. involved the church in Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. You don't see that very much now unless, unless it's like a gift of peace or Kirk Franklin for a lifetime, mm-hmm. something like that. But um, it, like, it's just a part of the story. It's not. Mm-hmm. uh, It's not a faith based film by any means. It's right. just like and that's like that's realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what the percentages are, but a majority of people have some kind of religious element to their Christmas holiday celebrations. hmm you know, yeah. even if they don't go to church almost any other time of year, a lot of people go to church at Christmas or Hanukkah or, or whatever it might be. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so I kind of like that, that it's just, it's just interwoven into the story
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the choir and
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything. And, um, uh, yeah, this is when we get the chase. Mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and I thought that was all very well done. Um, uh, they end up taking him in an ambulance. And uh um uh then she tries to tell the dad to accept him being a photographer. He's yeah. still being a little bratty, which mm-hmm. seems like boy, <laughs> he really is not like I I would have I would have given in a lot sooner than he yeah. that's
1: for sure. Especially at this point. At, at this yeah. point, you know he almost he, died. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh and then
1: I also think part of it was he was he was resenting that she didn't tell him that she had been um in contact with this yeah. son and um you know was kind of helping him to you know stay away um you yeah. know like like he would come and see her periodically she would give him money she would let him stay in the library to study for the ged test and yeah. all that stuff so you know, with that kind of thing, like there were times that she could have like, you know, oh, you can stay in the library, and then your father can come, and then i'll and then I'll tell your father where you where you you know that kind of thing and he and she chose not to do that, which mm-hmm.
0: ooh, yeah, and that's why uh, I just felt like the chemistry wasn't that great like I don't know I just well, it was hard I, to well, buy them as a it, couple because they had been at odds for so much of the movie, and so they the just thing, hadn't had that much like cute time
1: yeah, and so for me. You know how I feel. <laughs> enemies to lovers needs <laughs> yeah. to be steamier. If you're, you're going right. en- to enemies to lover, you have to have something that's going to get you to overcome.
0: Yeah. That, and uh, I think this movie would have been perfectly fine. It's just a family story.
1: Mm-hmm. It didn't need
0: that romantic element. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um, in, in like Hall of Fame, they didn't always have a romantic element. Yeah. I mean, I guess the national Christmas tree—that one does have a, a little bit, but not much. Yeah, that's one I think of. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the owner's son—he ends up uh, offering a job to Danny. Mm-hmm. He says, "Art inspires us to build a better world." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And so everybody makes up, and yeah. they take the last Christmas tree to Catherine's party. Mm -hmm. and they also reveal where the silver bell comes from from his Mm -hmm. photographs photographs it's Mm -hmm. in the church Mm -hmm. yeah and uh and then um and he says you were sent into my life for a reason and uh so everybody makes up in there (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so yeah what would you give this one what do you think i'll
1: give it give it like a i'll give it four four crowns um i think that the that the acting was very good um yeah. you know i did find myself emotionally invested particularly with um Dan, danny i think that was his son's name Dan, and the Dan, danny
0: and bridget
1: yeah so yeah. i you know for them um i thought that um you know the late anne hache and tay donovan were actually you know very good very good act actors i found like his character despite being pretty unlikable i found that you know uh, i do think that Tay donovan kind of had the charm to kind of overcome some of that a little bit for me Mm. um i do find i did find some of the story elements you know like for example like you like we talked about with the owner's son like didn't really need to be there um like them the, the couple get get you know the you know and Haitian Tate Donovan getting together despite all of this, like they didn't really do anything to like resolve that issue. Um, Mm -hmm. they didn't play an up enough attraction for me to like, but buy that, that they would even get past that. So That's why like, you know, so like I, because of the acting, um, and the production value and, um, like overall family kind of story and the way that I was able to like become emotionally invested. That's why I'll give it four. Like um, if this had lesser actors or like a lower like budget, if this wasn't hall of fame, I could see myself going down on like three. But, you know, I think that those elements knock it up for me. So I'll give yeah. it four.
0: I agree. <clears throat> I, I agree. And I do really like Margo Martinelli. She's always mm-hmm. great. So that was fun mm-hmm. to see her. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarky's Merch Store.
2: Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life?
0: What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party?
2: Now is the time to check out the Hallmarky's Merch Store.
0: Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more.
2: You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more
0: and it isn't just Hallmark we have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more.
2: Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love.
0: There are frequent sales so go to tpublic.com/stores/hallmarkies or see the link in the description.
2: That's tpublic.com/stores/hallmarkies. Our next our last movie we're talking about is Farewell Mr. Kringle.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is from 2010 mm-hmm. and it stars Christine Taylor and uh, Christopher wheel mm-hmm. and William Morgan Morgan Shepard as Chris mm-hmm. Kringle and the director is Kevin Connor writer, Robert Tate Miller. And the summary is a magazine journalist who no longer celebrates Christmas visits the quaint town in Mistletoe to blog about an inspirational, albeit questionably delusional man who parades around mm-hmm. pretending to be the real Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so overall, what do you think about this one?
1: I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, I think again, you know, this is some, you know, somewhat classic uh, with the wedding at the end. I thought that her character, um, you know, was was relative was relatively believable. I liked the little arc that she had. Um, I liked the romance. I I actually really enjoyed the um, Chris Kringle element and like you know where we kind of get to see you know what kind of led him to um, you know choosing the life that he lives um, and. Yeah, it was, you know, it was an overall pleasant experience. I liked the town. I, you know, always enjoy seeing Vivica A. Fox in one of these types of movies, usually as someone's boss, Um, you know, but she, you know, so, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I did too. I... I I've, I've thought this one was underrated for a, for a while. It's mm-hmm. nice to have something that really leans into the Santa. You don't get that mm-hmm. as much anymore. So mm-hmm. that was fun. I mean, this, you didn't have to tell me this movie was made in 2010. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they, that the way that they fr- frame the blogging is, mm-hmm. was so like 2010 I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> everybody is riveted by this yeah. blog. <laughs> um, and uh, she doesn't celebrate Christmas because she lost her husband
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, she's really been struggling with anything uh, that her mm-hmm. husband died the uh, on Christmas Eve, I think.
1: Yes, Christmas yeah. Eve.
0: And so she hasn't celebrated since,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: but she gets sent uh, by her boss, Vivica Fox, to... Report on the real Santa and blog mm-hmm. about it. Blog about meeting Chris Kringle. What was the name of the town again?
1: Was it? Oh, it was Mistletoe. Mistletoe. Yeah, Mistletoe. Mistletoe and in she, Northern California.
0: Yeah, okay. and she's like, I don't even, I don't think Quentin Tarantino could make that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't even try to make uh, this look wintry at all. <laughs> like this mistletoe town. it Like no you know, snow, plain.
1: no They were like missiles in Northern California, where it snows, and we didn't see like any snow at all.
0: No, which is definitely a difference between this era of Hallmark movies, because we talked about that before with like Matchmaker Santa and some of these other ones that uh, naughty or nice that just had no fake snow at all, none at all. Uh, So then we we find out that Chris that uh, that. Uh, he has helped people with their jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. When one woman's mother was in the hospital, he visited. He's touched every person in this town, yeah. but nobody has been inside his house.
1: Or very few people. Very few. Uh, oh, it's, it, it takes a lot to get an invitation into his house. You know, it's yeah. very rare. And the interesting thing is they say that he doesn't really come out until like, you know, just before Christmas. He's just in his house all. So how does he help yeah. all these people? You know, is it just during no, Christmas well, time that he
0: people? He does say that ordinary rules of time and space don't apply to Santa.
1: But he's not Santa, though. So <laughs> what is he? I don't know what he's doing. But
0: I, I mean, he, is he like in the world of this movie? I think he no, might be Santa. He, no,
1: he's not. They tell his little <laughs> origin story. You know, he his name was whatever it was. He was married. Uh, his wife was a nurse at the children's hospital. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was um, she worked late. Um, Christmas but He's like, Eve. I'm so
0: busy on Christmas Eve. I've got to go do my work. Well, yeah,
1: he did. I mean, he did. I mean, obviously, if that's all if he you know, he's he is hibernating all year in his little house. And, you know, so, and then he has to, he has he has a lot to make up for. I don't know what he's doing with his life, but she, you know, she slipped on black, black ice and died. And so because of that, in oh, that was or, so sad. order to kind of like keep his wife um, with him and like her spirit with him, he had, um, you know, she loved Christmas and that, and she had that spirit. And so he decided to celebrate Christmas all year and um and he decided to become Mr. Kringle and she was Mrs. Claus. I mean mm-hmm. that was the, you know, that was her. I mean, that was him, you know, so I, I think in this story, you know, first we were trying to deter- determine like is, is he the real is he the real Santa or not? I don't think he's a real Santa. Then it's like, is he a delusional or not? I don't think he's delusional. This is like his way of coping with his wife's step and you know keeping her close to him by you know in embodying the spirit mm-hmm. of Santa and Christmas, because you know, obviously she was like a true like Mrs. Claus um, type of character, a true Jessica Claus. So um, so yeah, I think that that's yeah. what, what, what this is. I don't think that he's, I don't think that we're supposed to think he's a real Santa, but, um, I think that, you know, what he does, does truly embody the spirit of Santa mm. Claus. And so, you know, when he Claus, says, it's
0: never too late to have faith, mm-hmm. have faith so, in Santa Claus.
1: Yeah. So, and, and so I. Um, I really liked, I actually liked that he wasn't really Santa Claus Uh and didn't really think that he was Santa Claus. (laughs) Um, I liked that he was, that he was able to still like embody that spirit and that he was able to use, um, his wife's passing to motivate him to do something positive and to honor her by uh, contributing in that way to this town, um,
0: Well, and then we have we have Mark Stafford, who Mm -hmm. is the love interest here, and he's like your classic Hallmark man with many jobs. Yes. He's always Um, doing he runs the inn, he's always doing all these other things for everybody in the town. He was a divorce attorney at one point. He just got it all.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so you know you can tell he is a reformed bad man of business. He was a he was a defense, he was a divorce attorney. He made a lot of money. Um, Mm -hmm. with, with, you know, doing, doing these divorces. And then one day, a little girl of like one of the couples that he was, you know, divorcing said like, why are you ruining my family? And it, you know, and he was like, Oh, I need, I'm going to, I need to figure out who I am. He went back to his hometown, which was um, mistletoe. And, you know, he decided to buy the inn and, you know, do all the other things that he was doing you know yeah but yes very classic man with many
0: jobs very classic um
1: you know kind generous genuine romantic yeah
0: well and and also she's sort of your classic woman from the city coming to the small town you know that we've seen yeah the bad
1: lady of business who
0: had
1: (laughs) um i mean so she and she kind of she's not like the main ice queen of business but mm-hmm. you know you do have that coolness that like you know kind oh, of yeah hatched, Is it, um you know her first
0: wanna... interaction <laughs> with santa claus he says uh, i did de- i detect some cynicism i detect yeah. skepticism
1: I like, like with the whole like how long have you been playing santa
0: oh, <laughs> oh the ordinary rules of time and space yeah. don't apply to santa I love the kids booing. (laughs) Uh, Well, so they also have a pretty fun meet cute where Mm -hmm. they're doing all of this construction uh, around the inn, And you think they could at least wait till like eight o'clock. Yes. They wake her up so early all this construction. And, uh, and then he comes in to help fix something or whatever. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he, he, she comes out of the shower. She yes. doesn't have any hot water. And... I
1: think it was because the um, the, it was the heat. So the heat yeah, wasn't yeah. working, and he went to go like um fix the heating unit in her um, yeah. in her room.
0: So really he sees in her in her towel, which is shocking. Yes. Shocking, scandalous.
1: Oh, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this is another case where this guy Mark he falls pretty fast. Yes. Her, her.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, but that's kind of, you know, the the um, the man with many jobs in the small town either falls hard and fast, <laughs> or he's all score depending. Like he could be a hot widower or, yes. You no, know, or otherwise burned by love, or burned by someone in the city, and so and so he's either, so he's so there's usually the two extremes. You either fall hard and fast, yeah, or you're also kind of slow and reluctant, yeah.
0: Well, I hope that Christine Taylor does more, does another Hallmark movie someday, because I don't know if you've heard her, what's happened with her and Ben Stiller. Uh, They, uh, they have, like, I think two, two or three children. And uh, during the um, pandemic, he decided to, he wanted to be with them during quarantine lockdown. And so even though they had been divorced or separated for, for like five years. And uh, and so he moves back in to be with his kids during lockdown. And over the course of all of that time, they ended up getting back together. Mm. Which I think it's like the coolest love story. It's really mm. fun. And so I'm that's, like, that, that's, that's the COVID love story I want to see. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. So Christine Taylor, you should make more. You should make a homework. You know, you can you can be a
1: producer. Sell this. Yes.
0: Story, you know? <laughs> that would be so cute, but. Anyway, they kiss pretty early in this. Yeah. Yes.
1: He, um, as when, when they meet at the party, he just goes for it. Actually, all uh, two of these three movies had pretty early kisses, which I'm a fan. I don't, I I think you can do more than one kiss in these movies. (laughs) And
0: I loved her reaction to the kiss. She was like, (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's really cute. Really cute. So yes. then, and she's like, so excited. She gets all the, uh, the construction crew, coffee and donuts. <laughs> yes.
1: And of course, you know, when she, when she, when he asked her out on like an actual date, she, um, she puts it in the blog, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I loved like the scene, like the next day that every, the whole town knows about the kiss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, they, like, the, like, I loved what? the one person who was like, now that man is the reason they invented jeans, <laughs> Oh. That was funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then she finds out about the car accident that that um Mrs. Kringle passed away on and they like reenacted that pretty Yes. Uh, I, I, they didn't need to do that. They could have just had him telling the story. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh you could tell they had I guess some budget
1: mm-hmm. to do that. Well they had less movies so more money to go around. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> And this is when you hear it's never too late to have faith, mm-hmm. and uh, then they get they they go driving, but with her and Chris, but they, uh um, and she has a cell phone, and you can tell it's like ooh, I she's got a cell phone, she's fancy. <laughs> I mean, I had my first cell phone in two thousand and two, so it really didn't. ten, yeah, two
1: thousand four.
0: like
1: I got it for Christmas. Um, you know, my parents had been like, you know, you are gonna got to wait till you are, yeah, 16, I think. And so, you know, so was mm-hmm. it 2003? I think it was, two, it was 2003 or like, wait till you're 16. And then oh, I got okay. it right before.
2: Um,
0: yeah, I got it because I was a teaching assistant and I wanted mm-hmm. people to be able to reach me a little bit easier yeah. uh, in college. So I got it, yeah. it was 2001 or 2002, one of those. But anyway, so then they have this date mm-hmm. and- uh, and, oh, there, but that, there's conversation she's having with Vivica Fox and she's mm-hmm. like, what is he? Is he one to 10? And she's like 9.5. And I like, I've never seen a 9.5. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And uh, so then they go on this date and Chris cooks for them and they get to go in the house. So that yeah. was, yes. Yeah. He yeah, says nice Christmas is not. Out. Yeah. He says Christmas is not just a day on the calendar. It's feeling. Yeah. And, Exactly. I think you two have potential. You go together like matching stockings on a mantle.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you, do you think they had good chemistry?
1: I like them together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I don't think that they were quite Emily and Nathan that level, but you know, yeah. they were.
0: Close. They, were they were pretty good. And I mean, they find out that it's his last year to do the to play santa and he says looking in a rear view mirror is no way to live your life
1: mm-hmm. and, uh, i was you know i was I so I actually liked that that he was like you know this is going to be our last year. i mean last year i don't know what he's going to do but <laughs> but i kind of liked that
0: yeah it was good when you when you're ready you're when you're ready, we're ready. And then he says, if a man's life is judged by the joy he gives to others, then your mm-hmm. life knows no bounds for saying mm-hmm. about Santa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, he says, uh, then Vivica says, love shows up in the most unusual places. And she's shutting down three days before Christmas and mm-hmm. what she wants more from her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she has to go back and uh, uh, then and Mark keeps trying to, trying to uh, find her. And she says, I'm afraid, afraid of having a dog, afraid of it dying, which is, mm-hmm. sad. um, mm-hmm. and then she ends up getting the dog and a dog named Todd. Mm-hmm. That was very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. Um, and then he's talking to Mark and he says, we're a couple of commitment phobes. What do you say? We change together. Very mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah very sweet and then the end they get married yes which so, again you would never see that now
1: so I was kind of shocked like there was I was like in a fact, full-on when wedding showed, when they showed them getting married I was I was looking for like a like is it staying a year later or something but no <laughs> it was just that it was that Christmas day and she had yeah. been there for a couple of weeks at most <laughs> so yeah I was I was actually like and I'd forgotten about that little detail. And so I was like, oh, yeah. And so when I saw that they were getting married, I was like, "Like I, said, I was literally looking on the screen, yeah. like all over the screen to see something that says a year later. Or something.
0: <laughs> and but I mean, no. he must be the real Santa though. Cause they pulled together this Christmas wedding in like two days.
1: No, I mean, well, I mean, he has all these, co- these, co- these connections from years of, <laughs> just being this wonderful person like 50 years so i mean uh, i think i think he can yeah. make it happen um, you, you call that santa magic too <laughs> but i think he just he is just well connected because of yeah. uh, you know his years of <laughs> uh, you know being such a you know a help to the town everything. yeah I mean, they had to get a marriage license and, i mean it was, a, it was a lot that, we, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, somehow they were able to pull that whole thing together in, like, a day. Or yeah. A <laughs> but. Like,
0: I think that Silver Bells is probably a better movie. I think yes. it's better made, better acted. Yes. But mm-hmm. I think I would re-watch this one more than Silver Bells. I
1: agree. I yeah. agree. So,
0: so I is, still, I think, give it a four.
1: Yeah, I would give it, like, 4.25. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, for me personally, like, I, I do think that... um that i i mean i enjoy this one a little bit more um i think that the story overall makes a little bit more sense um
2: Mm
1: -hmm. than silver bells like there was like we talked about there were some story things that in that particular movie that you know didn't really fly for me i think i actually think the couple made more sense i mean obviously the, the couple wasn't really as important in silver bells but Um, but yeah, so I like that this, that this a little bit better in that, in that respect. And I actually like that they kind of subvert the Santa trope a little bit Mm -hmm. and that, you know, this is just, you know, a man who, um, you know, has a tragedy in his life that decides to like embody the spirit of St. Nicholas or, um, Chris Pringle. Yeah. Well,
0: the whole town was fun. Yeah, town yeah
1: they went from being plain old Somerville to Mistletoe because of um, because of, um, Mr. Kringle. You know? Yeah,
0: so. and now that man is the reason they invented jeans. I'll never forget that line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I remember that too. Uh, so, yeah, I, no. so, so this was a good proper movie. So I yeah, mean,
0: I all, agree. I think I, it was a good one.
1: And I actually, and despite, like, my saying, you know, kind of, you know, kind of playing down a little bit on Silver Bells, um, I, like I said, I gave it four crowns. I actually really enjoyed it, and Mm -hmm. I had not watched it, I mean, in several years, like, I mean, at least 10 years. So I was glad to have, like, the reintroduction to that movie. And, you know, I would watch it again. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I agree that I would probably watch, um, you know, like, um, you know, Sparewell, Mr. Kringle before I re- rewatched, um, Silver Bells, but I would definitely rewatch, um, mm-hmm. Silver Bells. So I was, re- I'm really glad that I got to, yeah, to get this one. Another, uh, another, another watch. Um, and of course, season for Miracle, I think it's, it's, it's just a classic. It's yeah. definitely one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, let us know what you think of these three movies. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments mm-hmm. or on Twitter and, uh, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, or on Rotten Tomatoes. And also, uh, we have our Facebook is back, which is very exciting. Yes. <laughs> um, so you can find us at Homework is Pod and Homework is Podcast, all of our social media. And uh, check out the Patreon group, which Thaddeus is a member of. We have a lot of fun talking about old and new movies, Hallmark and otherwise. And uh, then we also have uh, exclusive reviews every week for the patrons. We have opportunities to be on the podcast uh, and lots of other, we have our watch longs every month or Q and A's. Which are really fun. We have a fun one coming in uh, in February, where mm-hmm. we are going to be watching "Meeting Mr. Christmas" with Madison and Greta, the leads of that film. So oh, that's going to be super fun. Yeah, uh, I'm excited, and uh, and so all a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, for the patrons. So please check it out. I really appreciate it. And we also have the merch store, which has tons of fun Valentine's designs We're coming up with Valentine's. So check that out. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry
1: Christmas.